It's time for building the game, the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. Of the episode that's when it technically ends. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, June 26th, and you're listening to episode 578. As always, I am your host, Jason, and today, today I am ready to be stupid. And here in my stupidness, as my stupid co host, I have Emily Vincent. Welcome back, Emily. Hello, thanks for having me. Very excited to get stupid. Yes, yes. With born stupid. And, ready for this. Yes. And uh, if you're in the Discord, this all makes a lot of sense to you. Uh, and you should be in the Discord, especially if you heard the last episode and you were like, wow, what a great meetup. Uh, that was great. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've been talking about some stupid stuff in the Discord. Uh, and I don't mean like, you know, like memes and stuff. I mean, some serious stupid stuff, right? Deeply stupid. so deeply stupid um and i think we're just going to jump right into this because we started saying stupid and now if we just go to something else it's just going to be weird so (laughs) um so uh so you were on an episode a little while back yonder uh not too far uh and it was your it was your first official episode right i think it was yeah because we were talking about my goals right so we yes yes what are my goals um and we and we started talking about how I don't like goals. <laughs> yes, yes. I sort of immediately took the assignment and was like, forget it, throw it out the window. Um, and I think in there, you know, we talked about smart goals, which are a thing that mm-hmm. all of us out in the business world have run into at some point. Um, and you made a joke about stupid goals. And, um, and I loved that. And a bunch of <laughs> folks in the Discord loved it too. And we were joking around and we're like, yeah, but what if we did it? Yeah. No, yeah. No, really. What if we what if we did it and and figured out what stupid goals actually were? Uh, right. Right. And then we created a channel called Stupid. And uh, and it was amazing how much everybody just understood the assignment. Like it started as a joke, like you said, but it so quickly became something where people were like, I hate smart goals. Smart goals are bad. And like in the reasons why smart goals were bad, everyone was on the same page. You know, smart goals are for businesses, right? Smart goals are not people friendly. They're, they're business friendly. They're company friendly. Right. Uh, and stupid goals. We just, it turns out everyone hated goals, right? Like pretty much everybody hated goals in general. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it, I think it resonated. And I think that we've got a whole bunch of creative and smart people who were, sort of tired of getting shoved into a box. And I think, you know, I don't know what the cumulative years of experience are on that Discord channel, but I mean, we're probably, we've probably got at least a century of experience doing stuff, right? I mean, right, right. That, right? <laughs> well, then the thing is, I think, you know, and I've said this before, but game designers, we're a special breed of people because most of us, right? Most of us have full-time day jobs mm-hmm. and things we do that are not game design related um, and so we spend so much time trying to make time for the thing we actually want to work on. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that takes a special kind of person who is willing to do that extra work on something that they care about and they're passionate about. Right. Uh, and and something like a smart goal just doesn't cover that. Right. Because it's messy. 
when you're yeah. working in the cracks, it's messy, right? Yeah. And and I think when you're trying to to find a way to something that doesn't exist, right? I think one of the conversations that came up was that it's so hard to do smart goals when you don't know what the outcome looks like. So this is sort right. of any creative endeavor. It's not just um, game design, right? There are technology problems where you're like, ah, I don't even know if this is possible. I don't know if it's real, right? It's really challenging to set yourself a smart goal for that. And I think, um, you know, the part of the conversation that came up is I really feel like smart goals can inhibit risk taking, right? Absolutely. Because you have to sort of define success and shoot for that. And it, it, it narrows your focus, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, th I think, you know, I mean, the the first two things about smart goals specific and measurable right mm -hmm. and those are two things that are really just completely at odds with what we're doing right because right. like you said you don't know what the outcome is and i think that's the case with you know like you said it could be a technology thing but i mean pretty much any creative endeavor right mm -hmm. like you have to have the ability to like be open to the fact that it's just going to evolve as you do it right yeah um and when you find yourself stuck with, you know, it's like when I think about making a project plan, right? And we may have talked about this in that episode, but I know I've talked about it before with people like where you make this project plan for this huge project, you dice it up into little pieces and all these thousands of steps. And if you do that on a game design or most creative projects, a week in, everything is wrong, right? <laughs> you're either behind schedule or you're ahead of schedule or, you know, you've completely veered off schedule. I mean, like nothing... It's constant, right? Like everything is changing. Yeah. And it can become, at least for me, right? It can become the distraction that lets me procrastinate on everything else of like, let me replan this project, right? Would you like me to make a new to-do list? Because that would right. be super happy. Yeah. You know how many times I've wasted days just by making a new to-do list because it, because it just was fun and it feels like progress, right? It's not, but it feels like progress. Like, I mean, because... I don't want to say that it's completely not progress. If it makes you feel like you're moving forward, then it's not not progress, but it's also not progress, right? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's, I, yeah. I, I used to make a detailed to-do list for my weekends, right? And it would have everything on there. So you could cross it off, you know, eat breakfast, you know, take shower, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eat cats. Um, you say eat cats? <laughs> feed cats. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Close. Yeah. I was like, you um, still have cats, I thought. <laughs> just two. Um, yeah. So how many did you start with? And <laughs> no one will ever know. <laughs> uh so yeah, and at some point for me, I just sort of had to stop doing that because it made my my weekends feel like my work weeks as well. And I was like, and so I haven't I do some of it. Like I've I've got a list getting ready for origins right now, but I don't have um I just made it. I don't have a general game design to-do list because otherwise I just get too focused on those things, right? Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. let me think freely. I don't have a list for Origins yet. I will make a list for Origins uh, two days before, and that list will just be all the things I've forgotten to do that I need <laughs> to try and get done in those last two days. That'll be the list for Origins. Yeah, <laughs> That's how I make lists. Lying. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we'll see. But anyway... And my list is not stupid right now. It probably right. should be. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're kind of dancing around this, but so what ended up happening was we took the acronym stupid 
and you know stu pid uh, i did argue for stoo pid but that was shot down that was probably good for good reason so <laughs> um and that piece by piece through a lot of i mean honestly the way that we put together stupid goals honestly with it it, it naturally follows stupid goals i'm just as i'm looking down this list it really did yeah. like we iterated the heck out of stupid goals like a lot a lot and um and you kind of had the final say on it i feel like um <laughs> because you're the one that was really spearheading it which was good because a group like ours needs someone to say like i think this is what we're gonna go with. yeah <laughs> because <laughs> because we had some inappropriate things on the list uh we had some food-based things on the list they were not things that were really uh were really uh helpful but they were fun <laughs> They were fun, right? And I think it's always good in in brainstorming and to have fun, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I also um, I on every project needs a here's what I've decided person. And, yes, uh, yes. I, I wasn't really in that role, but I was like, I think these are good enough to ship, and I think we should ship them, right? Yes. And I think that that yep. is the thing. Going back to like how much experience we have in the room right, is that a lot of these things are going to seem really obvious, uh, but they come with experience. And for people who either don't have that experience yet or haven't been able to put words to their experience, right, it's about mm -hmm. making things that are tacit and implicit for people, making them explicit so that they're more accessible to everyone. Yes, yes right. Because sometimes it, when you say something out loud, it's like, oh, wow well i knew that but why didn't i know that right right yeah so yeah. um so i thought what we could do here is we could just talk through um each letter uh and then just kind of briefly discuss why that's important right yeah is that does that sound good yeah i think we should do a quick just to level set let's just give you all of the words at once here in a, sure, in a row sure. and then hit them um go for it so stupid goals are small, temporary, uncertain, purposeful, interesting, and disposable. Yes. Stupid. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the whole thing. So now you know you could quit listening right now, but you'll be like, what do these actually mean? And you won't know. So don't stop listening. Right. Exactly. So so let's talk about small. Um in uh we had a number of people who contributed a lot of different things right so someone was sort of getting what are the words someone was getting what are the little sentences that go with the words someone was actually formatting them into uh a nice graphic so that we could mm -hmm. see them and it was yep. it was wonderful um so what we sort of got here was make short-term goals to promote iteration and steady progress yes Small. and that is that right there that one sentence is the core of game design right i mean or really any iterative creative process right or any iterative process right that is that's how you make that happen you do it you do it and you keep doing it like and you have to not have it be a six-month process right it needs to be yeah. quick yeah yeah and i think even big games are built of small decisions and small accomplishments right I, mm -hmm. i'm working on a game right now that's a bigger game for me and I just came up with a system, right? Yeah, and it's yep. a little track. It's a five five box track. And I was like, ooh, this solved a thing in this larger yep. game. Yeah. I mean, when you look at like a heavy euro, I mean, I'm not 
they're certainly not my specialty and I don't play a lot of them, but from, you know, from what I know of them, you look at a big Euro and it's five chunky systems, right? Working through. Whereas, you know, your small game may have one small system in it or a couple small systems, right? They kind of work together. Um, but you know, that's, that's, they're all small things you can work on. They can all be small, short-term goals. Yeah. And I think the other nice thing about small is that small probably equates to fast or quick, right? Um, so you can get lots of little dopamine hits if you make, give yourself a bunch of small goals. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rather than just one big goal that, you know, it's going to take you six months to get to. And small just also feels approachable, right? Like when I think of like, I, I had a, I had a, um, a band teacher one time say to me, and I, this didn't make sense to me at the time. It just didn't. I thought this is stupid, but now I realize that it's stupid, but in a good way, um, like this, uh, he said, if you gave me a huge pile of dirt in the, like, you know, a huge mound of dirt in the middle of the parking lot and said, move this whole pile of dirt, I couldn't do it. But if you gave me a hundred small piles of dirt and said, move these hundred small piles of dirt, I could do it. And I thought, well, that's just stupid because they're the same pile of dirt. And also, like, I just, I literally just thought of all these reasons yeah. uh, why it was stupid. Um, but now, like, when I actually, like, I get what he means, right? Like, because to me, if you were to, like, Jason, you have to move all these piles of dirt. I, it doesn't really matter how you do it, right? But what he was saying is if I choose to do this, right, <laughs> I will succeed if it's a bunch of small piles and I can see the progress I've made. Yeah. Um, and I get that now, but at the time I was like, that's dumb. Um, but it makes sense. And it's, it's really is true. So yeah. Thank yeah. you, band director. I don't remember. I literally don't even remember his name. No <laughs> idea. It's all right. And and now I know who to call. Should I need to move some dirt? Nope. Like, Jason, I got to mm -hmm. split these into like 25 piles, but then can you come, uh, I'll be like, could you split that? them into 25 piles over where you want them to be? And then I'll just, we'll just say it's done. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. I have no room for dirt because I live in the city and um, I have a postage stamp full of rats as a backyard. So um, you yeah. can throw some dirt on top of them. That might be good. Yeah. They just dig their way back out. They're, That's uh, true. They're wily. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> so that was small. Yeah. <laughs> With a, di a diversion there or a digression there. Um, so the next one is temporary, right? With the uh, the side text of don't worry about making your goal perfect. You can refine things later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good <laughs> so, one. So perfect is the enemy of done, right? Yep. yep. Uh, and so I will I will stick with that till my dying breath, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I think the idea that you don't have to, even if it is a small goal, you can change it, right? That's, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, things change, right? situations are overcome uh by events and you just sort of have to roll with it right so you could yeah yeah scrap the goal and make a new one or you could just be like ah i didn't quite know what i was saying let me just tweak that a little bit right and i think too this is a good thing to remember when you're building prototypes and stuff like that like the amount of time i waste looking for the perfect thing to put into a prototype when i have to remind myself it's temporary right it's not perfect it's temporary yeah. if this yeah. isn't temporary this game's not going anywhere because there's no way you're going to find the perfect thing, right? Uh, I think it's important to to remind ourselves of that consistently. Yeah, I well, I think that's an even nicer like spin on temporary, right? The the goal itself is temporary, but the outcome can be temporary too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 
I love that. Um, we, we played a lot around with uh, what this tea should be. We looked at um, uh, transitory, throwaway, trashable, tempting. There was a whole bunch of stuff here, and you'll see some of the themes from those words uh, later. Uh, but temporary really seemed to resonate with the, with the group. Yeah, yeah. Tiramisu as well. Tiramisu uh, as well. Suggested. Yeah, layers, yeah. layers. Yeah. <laughs> And then that, I think that's how we got the fully food. Uh, yeah, yeah. Although mm-hmm. interestingly, they did not use tiramisu in that. No, that they food. didn't because they don't. They don't have any vision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tacos, tacos was the tea. <sighs> it's hard to beat tacos, though. Really, I mean, it's I do true. love tacos. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, but tacos are so temporary because I eat them. <laughs> Yes, very quickly, right? And if you don't, they just picking them up. Sometimes they just fall apart. So this is also true. <laughs> All right, uh, on to on to you, which was uncertain. Uh, so if you achieve your goal, great. But failure is also progress. Don't be afraid to fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Failure is an option and failure is many times a viable option and many times the best option. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's okay. It's totally okay. Yeah. Like there's a whole, like, I hate kitschy things people say, but failing forward really is a good one, right? Mm -hmm. Like failing is generally failing. Failing is only not failing forward is if if you stop, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you fail and quit, you have not failed forward. And actually that's not even always true because maybe, Quitting is what you needed to do. You needed to move to something else. In that case, I would still argue you're failing forward. Uh, but yeah, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think taking on something that is uncertain is the only way to take risk. And if we don't take risk, right, we're not going to stumble onto those really great things, right? Uh, you know, some other, we also thought about uncomfortable here um, was one of the other yeah, yep. words that was being thrown around, right? Of give yourself something that's a little bit of a challenge and that you don't know if you can achieve because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you achieve it, if you, you know, to your point, sort of fail forward. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Just keep moving. Right. Just keep moving. Just keep moving, but make sure you're giving yourself something that is, you know, uh, risky enough right that is yeah yeah that is out yeah. there that challenges challenges you in a way that is useful to you right yeah and that certainly is one of the the reasons for the uncertainty and being not being afraid to fail is so that you're not afraid to put something out there that is more difficult than you would if failure wasn't an option right right okay um i like this one p is purposeful yes so. that's one of my favorites too have intention behind your goal. Make sure it aligns with your why. Uh, so go ahead, Jason. Why don't you tell us about why? why you like yeah, it? yeah. So um, the whole concept of the why is something I've been very enamored with for quite a while now, several, several years, probably, gosh, probably almost 10 years at this point. Um, it was something that uh, Simon Sinek came up with, who's uh, uh, an optimist, as he calls himself. And uh, you don't have to like him. It's okay. Sometimes he's a little annoying. I'm not going to lie. He's talking about stuff, but like he really talked to this concept of the why. Um, and you know, it's, it's, what is your purpose? Why do you do the things you do and, and how communicating your why is incredibly powerful. But in this case, like we're talking about your why from the stance of, you know what your why is, right? You should know what your why is like everything you do should fit into, uh, into that. Right. So when you do it, you're doing it because it's part of that. 
And then, um, and so your goals, whenever you're building a goal, it should always align with that. I think always, you know, and if it doesn't, you just have to ask yourself, like, is this what I really want to be spending my time on? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And cause your why does not have to be to be successful in game design. That's way too specific. I think, yeah. I think your why needs to be a lot more general. You know, I'm my, my why just as a personal standpoint is to create positive change in the world around me. That's what I want to do. If I'm doing that in a way that I feel like is, is adding games to the world to me and giving people fun experiences, that's positive, right? That's positive change. If I can do that, then it's cool. So if I was working on a goal for a game and that game was, you know, intended to ruin people's day, then that would not be in line with my why, right? Yeah. Does that, does that cover it? Do you think for like for the why, does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely does. But I think uh, back to tiramisu, I think there are layers and I think there's different yeah. interpretations here, right? Um, for me, some of the purposeful is, you know, is it moving me towards my North Star, right? And yes, so, yes, yes. So there may be a, you know, why am I fighting with insert name of tool here? Right. And as long as I can connect that line back of, okay, great. It is actually taking me forward. Um, it's just a thing I have to get through that, that helps me stay motivated and actually do it. But it can also help me identify when the thing that I'm fighting with is not actually on that path. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. I, I see mm -hmm. this as sort of, am I directionally aligned with where I'm trying to go or am I headed out uh, in an opposite or, you know, orthogonal direction. Yeah. 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 It's not helping me. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think that that is really, really important. So, and this was, this was, there's, it's, I, I think it's important to note that this is probably both of our favorite one in this, mm -hmm. this stupid thing and we see it differently. Right. But yeah. it's still, it means the same thing to us, but in a different way. Uh, and I think that just shows how flexible this can be, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the other, you know, we talked about personalized as a, as a thing here, but I think once we hit on purpose, right. Um, it just, that one, that one yeah. locked in, right. Yeah. You that know, one locked in real quick <laughs> around, um, some of these words, right. I, there were some conversations like, well, we have P and I, all right. What, what yeah. else? What yeah. do we have yep. D? Anybody, anybody? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, you know, and that is. Anytime you're going to try and uh, um, to do that, right, uh, to make the word, like, make all the letters stand for something, I mean, it's going to, there's going to be some shoehorning, right? Mm -hmm. um, there just is. And so we were trying to do that in the way where it actually fit, right, where it wasn't, you know, dumb. <laughs> like, it actually was like, this makes <laughs> sense. And uh, that takes a lot of work to do that. And I felt like it was a whole process of discovery doing that, which was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and to make it so that you know, three of the words weren't just synonyms for each other. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, although we did consider, I briefly suggested because Eric had suggested that the S should be smart as in just make the first uh, thing of stupid <laughs> smart. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That it. we decided simple would have been another funny one since, Sim you know, yeah. we'll keep it simple, stupid. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's a that's a missed opportunity there. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So interesting. I work on something that captures your interest or figure out what's interesting about it. Yeah. I also love this one. <laughs> uh, the, the example I was thinking of, uh, 
I don't know if this is a good example, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Uh, awesome. I, I had some goals around getting better at like Illustrator uh, because uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I've used InDesign extensively before, but not Illustrator and not at all Photoshop. I am miserable at Photoshop. Like Me too, but I use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> PowerPoint is my strongest tool. Uh, so, so I was like, I'm going to get better at illustrator. I'm going to go find some videos on YouTube and I'm going to learn this tool. And I was immediately bored to tears and I was like, I can't take this. I can't do it. I'm so, but, but I needed to, right. Cause from my purpose perspective, I, I needed to go this direction. I needed to be able to use this tool. So what I ended up doing was I found a videos on like how to draw a cat and how to mm-hmm. draw a cupcake in Illustrator. And I was like, these are two things that I am interested in learning how to draw. And so I will, this is how I will learn this tool. Not by like making whatever, you know, logo they were, you know, trying to pitch me on the previous video, but like draw right. me a cartoon cat. <laughs> Show me how to use shapes. And that is just genius to me. That Cause I was, I, I, for, I you told me the story before but I must have forgot because when you were like, I had to figure out a way to make it interesting. And I was like, how would you do that? And then you're like, well, draw a cat or a cupcake. And I was like, dang it. That's so smart to say, like, I don't want to do this. But, you know, there's certainly times when I'm trying to learn new software. I say a lot of times it's like I need to work on this one thing. So I'll experiment with that. Right. But right. I'm not necessarily interested in it. Right. right. <laughs> I just need to get it done. Um, but for me, interesting really revolves around the fact that. I am, I kind of think of myself like pretend I'm a moth and the, and the brightest flame is always going to be the thing I'm most interested in uh, at that given moment. Um, and the problem I run into is my interest um, is, uh, is very deep on things, uh, but is not very wide. So I dive in real deep on something and I get real jazzed about it. And then I don't, I'm just not interested in it anymore. Um, so like if I've worked on a game project with someone, so if you're listening, you're like, Jason, uh, did you not want to work on this game project with me? No, if I've worked on something for more than a couple weeks, I'm in, I'm in and I'm like whole hog on it. But like, if it's just like a day or two, I will spend a day or two working on a game idea that will never go anywhere because I'm just so interested in it. I'm so interested in the concept mm-hmm. and, um, and the amount of things you can get done when you truly can pull your interest in is just insane and the trick i think is doing what you did which is saying i need to do this thing how do i make it fun and interesting to me so well done on that yeah yeah i mean i think the other you know uh, an additional layer on interesting right is the sort of follow a uh, letting yourself follow your nose or follow your heart right of like, yeah yeah you know, i've been working on this game but it's not where my headspace is today what's interesting to me today and maybe it's working on a different game but maybe it's updating my website right or just like Mm -hmm. mindlessly cutting out cards that I printed the other day or something like that right what's what's interesting that keeps me sort of doing something right doing something moving forward right yes yeah what's interesting that just keeps you on a track moving forward yeah and that is we, you know, some people don't need to do that. Some people can just say, this is the work that needs to be done. I'm going to do it. Uh, unfortunately, I think that when it comes to people that are really bad at that, it's creative people, right? 
It's people working in creative stuff. We are creative because we're drawn to things and we get excited about things and we dive into things. And uh, that doesn't always work <laughs> with uh, the things we actually need to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think we can get there, right? I just think giving ourselves, yeah, giving ourselves a framework, like a stupid goal, uh, maybe, maybe helps. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, all right. Well, then we get to the end, the D, which is disposable. So yes. learn, learn, learn to recognize when it just ain't working, then scrap it and start again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love ending with the idea that you can just throw it out. Yep. That you could just take this paper. Um, that honestly, the paper that uh, Chris made here looks like it's been crumpled. So, like, <laughs> just crumple it up and throw it in the garbage, uh, pull out a new sheet and start again. Uh, this D, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like D was the hardest one to come by, wasn't it? Was. it? Yeah. Yeah. We had Do It Again, which was the yep. one you suggested on the podcast. We had yep. Directional, which was the one I was pushing for until we found Purpose. Um, and then mm -hmm. we had Documented, which I thought was a real interesting conversation because some people were like, yeah, I want to document what I did or what I learned, or I want to document the goal. And I was like, I don't want to document anything. Yeah, no, right? when I got like, I've like, for me, like if, if I wasn't part of it and I just read that somewhere, I'm like small, mm -hmm, temporary, uncertain, purposeful, interesting. Oh yeah. Document it. Oh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> turn the page. Let's just move on. That's what my now, project manager wants. Right? right. And that's what it feels like. It feels like, no, you tricked me into smart goals. That's what happened. You just tricked me into smart goals. <laughs> uh so yeah yeah, yeah. which i, I don't want to get on anyone who likes to document or who wants to document their the goals. world needs those people we need those people super yeah. important and i bet you there's lots of game designers that do it who need it or who love it and i mean i know there are because there are people on the discord who are like yeah document it that that's yeah. it right the um, number of times heather newton has said i have to write an sop for this and i'm just like oh my gosh look at you Look at you <laughs> writing important documents. Gosh, I wish I could do that. Yeah. I don't want to write an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think finding ways to document things, right. I, I, some of the things that were teased out in that conversation were like, don't lose track of what your game or your prototype is. Right. Like mm -hmm, if you made a mm -hmm. change, make yeah. sure it's written down somewhere, right? On a note card, on a Google doc, on, you know, in your rule book, wherever you want it. But, um, you know, the ephemeral ones, I, I like to think that I can keep track of everything in my head, but man, I really can't. <laughs> Don't give the only copy of a prototype that's written down to a publisher to, to look at. I did that once. Oh, oh no. I, I begged them to send it back when they didn't want it. And they did. Thank goodness. I was like, I will pay you for it, but it's got all my notes in it. It was like at a convention. I was excited. They wanted to take it home with them. I let them. I shouldn't have. Yeah. So especially because they didn't sign it. So it didn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think the idea that you can just, you can just do something, um, realize that it wasn't going to work and just, and just chuck it. Like that's a big part of my process, right? Like I, I've said this before, like I will get an idea for a game. I start to work on it uh, and I'll just like dive into it and just start slamming at the keys, writing stuff down, writing rules, making prototypes, doing everything. And then at some point I'm going to get to a spot and it's going to get hard. 
And either I'm going to say, I don't want to do this anymore, or I'm going to say, I'm going to push through this. And that for me is the, is the point where I know if it's disposable or if I know I actually care about it. Um, and sadly, a lot of times it is disposable. Um, though sometimes I am able to come back to those ideas, but I think giving yourself the permission, right. For that is important to say, I'm going to explore this. And if it turns out to be nothing, then it's nothing. And I'll just walk away having learned from it. And that's good enough. I, I love the conversation around giving ourselves permission for things, right? Mm-hmm, there's, a, mm-hmm. there's a conversation that you had with Jamie in a, in a recent episode of, about, you know, giving ourselves permission to stop questioning, right? Uh, ourselves right, and right. whether, you know, we're, we're successful and things like that. And right, I, I right. think it's just, it's so hard to unpack all the things that we have going on in our head, right? Of like, what, what do we need to do, right? Mm-hmm. What are the, to, to be, whether it's adults or responsible or professional or artistic, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of stuff that we've encoded. Um, and I mean, I think when we talked about my goal stuff, right. One of the things I said is like, I don't like to fail at goals. Right. Right. But, right. <laughs> even though I know I can, I set them, right. they're made up. I can do right. whatever I want right. and no one else is remembering that I set that goal or judging me. I still don't like right. it. I think I like throwing them out more. Um, cause it's a choice, right? I, I mm-hmm. decided, I decided this goal was bad and that I wasn't going to meet it or it wasn't going to meet me. So I just right. threw it in the trash, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Now, I'm glad that conversation that I had with Jamie there, uh, was useful to you because I was like, am I being like a little bit of a downer here <laughs> on this part? Like, Hey, sometimes things don't work out like we think they do. And and you just have to be like, remind yourself that you were successful and that you're happy where you are. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was, that made me feel really good to hear that at least one person was like, I get that, you know? Yeah. And, and I think the other thing that this reminds me of, I don't remember why, but it, it this made it pop into my head with one of the things you said was it's like the discord meetup that we talked about on the last episode. Like, you know, you're no, you don't have to do anything to show up to that. Right. Like, I think it's around the idea of giving yourself permission to just show up and say, I don't have an update. I mean, I host the thing. And for three weeks, I was like, I don't have an update because things are crappy and I'm sorry. Yeah. And no one judged me. I mean, I don't think so. Nobody cared. Right. Um, nobody was like, Jason, you need to get up more on this, you know, um, because, yeah, because it just doesn't. Like it's, it's just about being there, right? It's about doing it. It's not about, you know, achieving things and to say, Hey, this week I have no good work to show for this. Like that's, that's okay. Right. That is okay. That's part of the process. So, and that falls right in line with this disposable business here. Yeah. Well, and I think it's about recognizing when you're in a community versus when, you know, like I think about like, if I was doing a status update at work, right. And I Mm -hmm. had no status to, to show right there would be <laughs> what'd you do i didn't do anything this week <laughs> i did nothing i just my cat was sick and i did nothing right like sorry it <laughs> just you know um and so yeah i i think that i think because we have that training that work mm-hmm. training it's really hard to to let it go but i i think that it's so i don't know it's so great it just makes it feels empowering or lightening or something in a way that makes me want to go back and and do a work update where I said no 
I didn't get that done this week. I right. had I had 18,000 meetings with no bathroom breaks, and I didn't get it done. Right, right. right. <laughs> I spent the week needing to pee and not being able to, and that was not cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think that this is a little bit of a tangent, but I, I think that there's a point, this just popped in my head now, where, like, when you sign your first game, right, and when you get your first game published or you see any sort of success, there's a thing in our head that switches and says, this is a job. This is a job now. And it starts to be harder to say, I can't give an update of I didn't do anything this week because this is a job, right? This is something that I'm committed to do. I'm a professional, right? And it's funny, whenever somebody says, you know, what do you do? I, I, a lot of times when I, if I'm just talking about my game design, I say I'm a professional tabletop game designer. And I say that because I'm mostly, because I don't want them to think that I'm just like designing games and not doing anything with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but to me, that's not what I want to do with them. Right. That's not my why. My why is to put those games out there. And, um, and so I get afraid that they're going to think that I'm not doing anything with them because it's important to me. Um, but there is a point when you, when you see some success that makes you feel like it's real now and that you have to live up to that. Mm-hmm. And that is absolute bullshit. Like you don't have to live up to that. There's nothing to live up to, right? Like mm-hmm. you're you and you're doing the thing you care about, you know, and, and Rob couch, the original former host of the show, it became to him, it started to feel like a job. And he said, I don't want this to be my job. And he quit. He just stopped making games, like completely stopped making games. Uh, And that was what he needed to do. Um, And good for him, right? Good for him if that was the case, right? Um, When he feels like it's a job and it's not, you don't want it to be a job because it's your passion, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That's okay, right? So, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I, disposable. Yeah, well, I, I'm actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue to pull that thread a little bit because I, mm-hmm. I was actually having a conversation just today with one of my mentors um, about how we have, we society, Americans, maybe I don't know, right? But there's mm-hmm. this sort of fixation on growth, right? If you make a company or something like that, you want to have growth year over year and bigger and bigger distribution mm-hmm. and bigger, bigger mm-hmm. audience and stuff. And he was actually talking about how, and I'm going to get, I'm going to butcher this German, but in like Germany, uh, there's a word, it's like mit- Mittelstadt or Mittelstaten or something like that mm-hmm. middle at the, at the front of like companies that just sort of like they're very old companies and they have a sort of size that they're at and they've run in the family and they just keep going. They don't necessarily mm-hmm grow they get their five percent revenue or you know returns whatever it is they're trying to get and they just that's the size they are right they they make whatever they make and they're not trying to like take over the world with it um right. but that's because they don't have shareholders or what right but like the idea that you could just find a level that you're good at and do that and not be trying to do the next bigger thing for me that's a real hard like headspace to get into right because if i did one game that sold you know a thousand copies then i need to do a second game that's going to sell five thousand copies right you know that's just where my head goes and i Mm -hmm. i love chatting with this community because i feel like it's helping me untrain some of that that's good that's good yeah middle 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 stand is probably something like that yeah i just looked it up that's really interesting to me and i i've been at 
two companies now, two companies that have failed, uh, that were wildly successful for a short time because they decided they had to keep growing. And if they just would have been happy with where they were, they would have been still alive and kicking today. But now they're not because they had to grow. They had to feed the machine and they had to get bigger. And you don't have to get bigger, right? You can do what you want to do, um, especially when it's just you, like literally. Right. And also that is a, I mean, I, I can name five to 10 game design companies that have done exactly that, that have grown to a point where they had to feed the machine, could not do it, and then had to either give up or radically change what they were doing in order to sustain themselves um, or sell their company to someone else. Or, you know, I mean, how do you think Asmodee is eating all these companies up, right? <laughs> this is what's happening. Um, so, yeah, yeah. That's just, I think, something um, important to think about. Yeah. Well, we went we went sort of deeply uh, philosophical and off topic there. I don't it know. It seems to be the thing, thing that you and I do. <laughs> our episodes. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, it wasn't too much of a uh, a soapbox or a downer or a whatever, right? But uh, yeah, I don't think so. I feel I feel good about it. And I think we should end, though, with the last thing that this was Chris Me Show's edition to the end. It said, lots of people are smart, but in the immortal words of Alfred Yankovic, maybe you should dare to be stupid. And uh, yeah. And now you wrote up a whole thing about this. Yeah. Um, that you are going to put out there after this somewhere. Uh, yeah. Like on a I blog have, or something. I have a blog on my website, but I will probably when this episode goes up, I will, you know retweet the uh the link to the episode and be like and if you want to read about it here's a mm -hmm. here's a blog uh post and once you're good with it too once you have it up on your blog and you're good with that i will pin it to the stupid channel in our discord so that if anybody wants to link to the actual article they can see it uh and then we'll also pin the uh the cool thing that chris made uh the uh he did he made that right that was yeah. just all him yeah okay yeah and we'll get yeah. some author names on the bottom of yep. that so that we can post it yep. because i think the idea with the the blog post that i wrote was you know i'm writing up some of the some of the stuff we just talked about for each of the each of the letters um and i'm putting my own little you know blurb at the beginning that's about how this connects to me but then yep. Like, yep. anyone anyone in the community anyone who you know participated in this can take it, post it, add their own mm -hmm. personal blurb to the front and say, you know, yeah. this is sort of, this is how we're working. Um, and uh, we're going to be stupid together. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be stupid for a long time, but uh, you know, we're going to have fun doing it. And maybe we'll eat some tiramisu as well. Maybe I would be under that. I had some recently. It was good. So maybe we can find some at origins. Oh, I bet we can. I bet we can. Yeah. Let's make that a goal. Okay. Um, so, uh, I'm not going to list all the names of the people who wrote this. There were like 12 of us though, yeah. or more, uh, that worked on this. And I know this started from a conversation you and I had, but like it really resonated with people. And there were at least 12 people that helped organize this. Uh, so they will certainly all be listed, but we're not going to list them off now just because we don't want to miss anyone yes. or include someone who maybe doesn't want to be included, uh, in the final list. So yep. we want to be respectful of that. But this was a fun conversation. I enjoyed this. Yeah. It was a fun activity too, right? If nothing yeah. else, yeah. putting it together, mm -hmm. hearing what people thought. Um, you know, there was, I think one of the S suggestions was silly, right? And there were, you know, find your inner child and stuff like that. Um, it was just cool to see how people think about it and what works for different people. And I guess 
I guess the other thing I'd encourage is if people want to pick up stupid goals and you really feel like one of the letters isn't right for you, you want documented, right? You mm-hmm. do documented, right? Like that's, you do you, right? Absolutely. That's the thing, right? Yeah. This isn't us saying this is how this has to go. This is saying this is what worked for our group, right? And I'm yeah. sure there are some people in our group whose names are going to be on this list who would have changed the letter, right? And that's okay. It's totally cool. Yeah. In their hearts, awesome. it can be a different letter. And in their tweet, it can also be a different letter. Whatever. It's true. Want. Yes. <laughs> We're not the stupid police. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, hey, listeners, I really hope you enjoyed this. Uh, and just a reminder, as with last week, we would really love to see you in our Discord. We'd love to have you at our weekly meetups. Uh, they are just uh, such a fun time uh, of sharing and of community. And uh, and they've become my absolute favorite thing about this podcast. Um, so I hope I hope you can hang out there uh, with us. Uh, you can go to buildinggamepodcast.com. There you can find a link to that. You can also email us at buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the Twitter at podcastbtg at J.A. Slingerland, and Emily is at Tiandris. That's T-I-A-N-D-R-I-S. And of course, you can keep coming back every single week, but until next time, which hopefully will be our Origins recap or the time after that, good night. Good night. Building the game, building the game with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. Building the game, building the game with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. The end of the episode, that's when it technically ends.